Hello out there in Gambit land. Uh, welcome. Nothing much to talk about tonight. I am Base 15 This is the Gambit Podcast. I'm here with my good friend, Zareth. Zareth, how are you on this boring news day? So I am, I'm so depressed because so many people now in our bracket are going to have a Relic 7 Django. It's <laughs> uh, going to it's, frustrate me. Oh, especially in 3v3. A whole bunch of Relic 7 Django's in 3v3 as if he wasn't a pain before. He's a pain in gear 12. No, I take that back. He's, uh, he's not good at gear 12, but... Yeah. He is he is just such a good character. And he was he was right on the edge of Relic 7 for me. He was he was coming up next after I got all the requirements for Kenobi done. So in some ways I'm tempted to feel happy and cheerful about this because it's gonna coincide with my own plans, but instead I feel bitter and frustrated because I don't I don't want other people to have Relic 7 Jingo. I don't want them clued in to how good he is. Yeah, well, they're they're all going to now. Um, that's, so. I know they're they're gonna be like, "Oops, <laughs> look look what I found." <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Very well. Yes. Hmm. All right. Why don't we tell people why? Um, so, actually, guys, a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, despite the joke at the beginning, obviously, let's give a little outline of tonight hey 3v3 started along with expanded divisions everyone's placing well division one is placing 15 teams and we actually saw what that means this week and uh burying the lead here hey we got a lot of information about galactic legend kenobi better known as glow for all the fans out there um so why don't we just kind of get kick-started i'll bring up what started this all because it all it, this was supposed to happen on Wednesday, but dear old StarWars.com, the favorite place to break the news for um, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, decided to break the news for them, and we, we got pushed into this a day early. So there's there's the picture of the GL as he will. Oh wait, nope. There's the picture of the GL as he will appear in our game. He is based off of um, Return of the Sith. And so there is a couple tidbits that come in this StarWars.com article. The first is the event goes live next Wednesday. So that is June 16th. We have about nine days for that, unless somehow StarWars.com changes that up as well. Um, but in this article, we find out that he... Along with seeing his animation, we find out he is going to be a leader of Galactic Republic. He works with Jedi. He works with unaligned force wielders like Commander Ahsoka, who is in the little teaser here. Um, and he protects and bolsters Jedi allies and charges his ultimate with his own abilities or from his allies' attacks. Um so there, uh, that's kind of the teaser that we got from this. And based on this, it does not sound like Jedi Master Kenobi is going to be an attacker. I don't want him to be an, an attacker. Like, at what point did we really see him attacking much? Like, like sure, he killed Maul and, and all of that. Like, he's, he's a competent attacker, but yeah. like, 
he's known as the negotiator. He's he's a a Jedi master who he does facilitate. Like he, he I guess he fights Grievous. That's fine, but like I I don't know. I just I don't see him as a primarily like I see him as a leader, not as like he's the guy who leads from the front, but he's not he's not just primarily an attacker like he's a facilitator i'd rather work for him than for anakin any day like if you've seen the clone wars like any day i'd rather work for kenobi absolutely um (laughs) there was this one fight on mustafar um (laughs) but you're right he's he's not an attacker the question is and I've already seen this more times than I care to count in the past six weeks. Is he going to be a support to make Cam Zeta worth something? I mean, Cam Zeta will be worth something amazing anyways. If, if you go with all Jedi, but, but yeah, like I I almost think he can't be a support because of that. Like, or they'll have to make his stats meet so mediocre that he won't have his own value outside of Cam, which uh, that could be their agenda. I don't, I'm skeptical that that would be it. I think he's going to be very powerful in his own right, but I don't think, I don't think, I, I if I had to guess, I'd say he's going to be a tank, actually. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think he's going to be a tank as well. And for the exact reason you just said, if, if they make him a support, they're going to have to have no speed in his leadership. And that makes him virtually not worthless, but compared to the other GLs kind of worthless on his own. Um, Obviously if he's, you know, 360 speed in the slowest GL, he's still, once you put mods on him faster than anybody else in the game. So he wouldn't be completely worthless, but why, why why would you limit yourself by doing that? Like if you're a game developer, I just don't see why it would limit yourself. Plus, it sounds like they want him to work with Ahsoka Tano. Like Maybe. Why? Uh, well, so here's the thing. I'm saying they want him to work with Ahsoka Tano. Not that that will be his best team because they want a lot of things and then the community sure. finds something different. But um yeah, I don't. I don't see Jedi Revan here <laughs> right. on the team. Because <laughs> right. um, let's not forget that Jedi Knight Luke had all the anti-old Republic synergies, and then all of a sudden, uh, Jedi Knight Revan says, yeah. "Hey, I can help you beat Kylo." <laughs> don't yeah. forget me. <laughs> yeah, Luke's like, "But you're filthy old Republic," and right. and Jedi Knight Revan's like, "Do you want to kill Kylo or not, bro?" Like, let's just do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so we'll see what the team actually ends up being. But I think, I think they want Cat to be on the team. Um, okay. Which, which would negate negate the Cam Zeta anyway. We'll see. And the reason I say that is because the StarWars.com article hints at unaligned Force wielders when they release the Cat kit. They. That sounds ridiculous. Uh, when they released the <laughs> kit does. for Commander Ahsoka Tano, they hinted in it saying, oh, there's nothing that can reduce her abilities cool down right now. Wink, wink. Like, um, I, I have to imagine his kit has something about that. Uh, 
Yeah. What? And they and they put her in the teaser as well. Uh, so that's you know. We'll see though. Um, yeah, they put her in there. They also didn't put Kiati Mundi in there. So they didn't. They they lost credibility. They they also put General Kenobi in there with them. Uh, well, maybe you know, there have been more than a few teams that run a double tank. So uh, they're pro- honestly is probably great with him. I just right. I don't think we can read anything into. It. They also put Ayla there, who may, maybe she's perfect with him. It's just I will find and, and General Scott like that. That team seems like it can't possibly be optimized. Like it's just a cool like test shot. It looks cool. How they're all really iconic characters, but. Well, is Ayla really iconic? <laughs> She's attractive. Uh, fair. This is right. nerd boy humor. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Anyways. it's going to be interesting to see. And we find out. We find out next week. Um, there's already people in the game with 20,000 or 30,000 stored regular energy. They're going to have him um, day one. Instantly, yeah. Um. And we'll we'll see what happens there. Uh, I wish I could do that, but I will be spending the next nine days farming relic material. Uh, not relic material, relic salvage to relic up all these characters. Um, but since we're talking about that, so the StarWars.com article releases kind of spills the beans on everything, um, which leads to CG releasing the requirements two days early and there are the requirements on the new requirements on the screen. So we have Cad Bane at R5, we have Cody at R5, we have Django Fett at R7, we have Shakti at R7 and Grandmaster Yoda at Relic 8. So these final requirements mean you need three R7s and two R8s to unlock this galactic legend. Um, it's expensive. <laughs> that's there's no other way to put it. It's it's that's it's ex- a lot of relics. That's that is a lot of relics. Um, and the que- so the question is, if you're putting all this relic investment in, then you're going to want to get him R8 as well. So essentially, three R7s and three R8s for this Galactic Legend. Is he going to be worth? that investment i mean the answer is yes he's going to be worth it because he's a galactic legend but is he better than the other galactic legends or is it still rock paper scissor wizard spock like he's so much more expensive and at the same time the entire community is saying he's so much easier to get than everybody else the entire community that you and i exist in which is a pretty small community like yeah honestly like my alt would struggle so hard to get this at 5 million. I, I couldn't do it. I know that some other 5 millions could do it, but I think that like the, the state of affairs for us at eight ish million GP is just significantly different. It's like, why wouldn't you have your grandmaster Yoda at relic five already at this point at, at 8 million? Like I'm, I'm starting to right. be in the minority with relic five grandmaster Yoda <laughs> kind of thing. Right. Uh, you, you know, somebody, so one of the podcast questions we had today was, is this going to be the first galactic legend that people go after? And because he's so easy to get, and the answer is no, 
he's not easy to get. Um, two R8s, like if you're a three million account, you're not getting two R8s unless you spend two hundred dollars to buy four of those packs that have the material. Um, that's not that's that's not that's not cheap. That's your the average member of the community is not going to be doing that. Some of the whales that new like baby whales that join might do it they probably will do it quite frankly but we're not going to see a lot of jedi master kenobis in that like three to probably three to six million range to be honest with you because even at five million um there's still a lot of people (laughs) to level up before you get to kenobi Yeah, um, that this is a lot. That and uh, you and I were talking about it before the show solo. Um, my alt could at, at least I, my alt could get the the relic levels. Like I could do right. that because because I I've been doing the challenge rancor like quote unquote doing like <laughs> the you know I've I have one relic five characters specifically because I want to be able to participate and earn those shard or earn those uh, mats. And so I could do it, but how many people at 5 million GP are really earning a ton of those Rancor shards? I, and I, I know this some are, and I'm not saying that I'm just like the fanciest, most special guy ever, but uh, all I, all I can say then is it's going to be tough for people to uh, it's going to be tough for people at my GP to get those relic eight stuff. And so uh, CG sells them so you can spend money to get them. But if you don't spend money, they're not, they're not approachable. They're not attainable in my opinion. Yeah. And uh, there's going to be edge case scenarios like Isaida in chat, um, but it's not, so it's not going to be easy for people. Um, not, right. not, not that young because there's so much you need to be working on before you hit 4 million just to have a rounded out roster. Like R7 Django is fun. Like you said earlier, um, kind of pissed that everyone's going to have it now. R7 Django at 3 million, he's still a lot of fun. He's probably going to kill more down there, but is he better than going for gas? Like, uh, you know? Well, yeah, like, unless you have the Bounty Hunter team to accommodate Django, like, what good does a Relic 8 Django do on a, like, on a 5 million roster? Because you're fighting teams that have some Relics on them. Relic 8 Django's not gonna, he's not a great solo character. Like, uh, he he can kill, like, Gear 8 teams, but who, what, but what Relic character can't, you know? True. Uh, Like, what's the value in having a Relic 8 Bounty Hunter when the rest of your team isn't good? Like, my alt, my alt could make good use of him. (laughs) <laughs> for sure because i because i worked on bounty hunters but i'm in, i'm in the minority my alt is just a weird place i've yeah. been starting to, to refer to it as uh camelot just <laughs> <is> a silly <laughs> place <laughs> uh it is it is but I, so i don't think he's that easy to get in fact he's very expensive to get with that said my alt literally only needs Bokatan right now and then I have it. Granted, my alt seven point two million, uh, but you know, my alt. Oh, go ahead. So yeah, sorry. my alt's not getting it day one because my Bokatan's still 
30 shards off of five star. Um, but if my alt can get it this fast, I mean, if you're over 7 million, it's, it's, it's not going to be a tough stretch for you. Right. Oh yeah. So I also, as people, people in the chat, they're like, I'm getting him. I'm getting him at this, at this low GP level. And so uh, like respect to you guys. Absolutely. Um, you guys aren't the standard player in this game. Like you guys listen to a galaxy of heroes podcast about GAC. Like you guys are highly specialized, highly motivated individuals. Like, you know, you know, your stuff. And so I'm not that surprised to hear people in chat, a little, you know, like claiming somewhat counter to what we're saying, but right. I think you guys will end up being in, in the minority, like the vast minority. It'll be cool to see, though, like someone at 3.8 is getting theirs, uh, getting him as their first GL. Like, what does that even do to an account? I have no idea. <laughs> That's right. Um... So, Solo, what, what do you think of the of the requirements in terms of just like how they impact a roster? Because usually there's a lot of fluff in there. What do they are they actually are all of this are some of the selections fluff, all of them, none of them. I'm, I'm curious. I know this uh, is just not on the schedule. I want to hear right. what you have to say, though. Well, I mean, Mace is fluff. <laughs> kind yeah. of. I, I, like he's, he's a he's a fleet commander that could hold value later, but you're I mean, right. Could could right now yeah. he's fluff. Um, hey, there's that malevolence uh, bounty hunter team that's actually doing okay. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, did I say malevolence? You I did. meant endurance. Um. So Qui-Gon, I I guess it depends on Kenobi's account, but Qui-Gon is truly nothing special. Granted, the two fluff pieces are only R3, so they're not even that fluffy, I guess you could say. Um, But, you know, Watt to R7, that's that's two levels higher than he needs to be. So a little bit of fluff, but not... I can't complain too much. Uh, Shock T. I mean, I've, I complete Cam with an R5 Shock T, and I've never had problems with her out in the world, but I use Shock T every GAC and every TB. So two more relic levels on her. I, compared to what people were taught, like the Doom scenarios that people were talking about, I am more than okay bringing Shock T to R7. Um, Grievous to R7. I can't argue with that, especially with Negotiator feeling stronger and stronger every day. Um, Clone Sergeant to R5, that's probably a little bit of fluff, but again, he's a pilot. So, I mean, there's really not much fluff here. Cad Bane, same thing. He's R5, but Cad Bane on that Bounty Hunter fleet is what most people don't realize is the damage dealer there. Um, So... There's really not a lot of fluff. There's added relic levels, but I wouldn't I wouldn't say too much fluff. Yeah, I, I think it looks good, man. I mean, like the ones I'm looking at, like Clone Sergeant, Qui-Gon, and Mace are the ones I wouldn't really want. I, like Bo-Katan, I'm still waiting for Gom to just change my mind. And he's slowly doing it, but... Well, the Gom fight did change my mind <laughs> because my oh, yeah, on defense yeah because sure. 
uh, my uh, Bo-Katan it really ruined his counter. I mean, it just ruined his counter to my Bam D. Uh, <laughs> that was funny. And she would do the same thing to a Padme team as well because she Padme relies on the stacks of courage to do damage and Bo dispelling all those stacks of courage would <laughs> really mess things up. So, I mean, I'm not saying she's the greatest thing in the world, but at the same time, Bo-Katan is, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't mind having her at R5. She's going to, she's going to yeah. find uses, especially well, with the expanded GAC. Oh, and, and with her tag, she's got, she's got Mando and Scoundrel. Like the, she's going to, she's going to get used. I don't know if, how much I'm going to use her in threes. Uh, yeah. I haven't gotten desperate yet, but she, I mean, Relic 5 with my Relic 5 Candorous and Armor, like, that team's going to kill something, or at least, right. like, threaten something. <clears throat> or be a decent throw-in for defense. I, I don't know. It's, yeah. I think, also, Cody is is the other one that I'm like, ah, maybe, maybe not. I, But at least he has a use. Like, we could actually try that mission now. <laughs> In light side G- TB. Like. And a lose really, really damn fast. <laughs> that mission is so... I, I've seen people complete it and then never complete it again. Yeah, I don't want to try it. I, I've, In fact, if if people are like, hey, you should do it. Like, you have... You just have to remod. Here's the crazy mods. I'm like, that costs too many credits. I, I'm, not, right. I'm not into that. Not, not down. But also... Well, it, that probably won't happen. I'm like, wouldn't it be neat if they did a rework on any of these characters? But the 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 cold, hard, unfortunate truth. This is my cynical side coming in, but like they've already forced us to gear them. Why should they? Why should they actually give us reworks for them? Right. Like they, we already have the incentive to put gear on them without them having to put in the work to make them good. Uh, well, to be fair, hmm. uh, Vader, Vader got a rework and most people already had him geared up. I mean, we got like an extra couple of relic levels on him, but who didn't have Vader? I would argue, though, that that is, so you're right. But I would also argue that that was for the health of the game so that Galactic Legends didn't just control every single aspect of the game. Because like Kylo and Rey were out, and it's like, if you don't have a Galactic Legend, you're screwed, except except Darth Vader was a bastion of, of hope, at least against yeah. Rey. Uh, yeah, fair. Uh, so yeah sometimes they do give reworks to us i'm not saying they never give reworks to us i'm just saying why would they specifically give us reworks to some of these characters if they're not going to actually give us i i don't want to fight for a rework i don't think any reworks are coming Uh, (laughs) right like honestly and truly um but well that's all i'm saying i'm like well it's naive of me to assume that cody might get a rework just because he's on the li- this list uh, that's what i was really trying to say so, like, yeah but so here's the thing with cody why w- the other reason of why would they give him a rework he doesn't have a team anyway <laughs> like well that, you, that's why you give him a rework to give him a team give him a different tag or something but sure but like what team could what team could you give cody I mean, like the real obvious one right now, without any more characters being released, is Bad Batch. Right. 
Uh, right. But that's uh, he doesn't need a rework to fit in that team. People are already sort of using him with Bad Batch. Sort of. But, but I mean, so, so here's the thing about Bad Batch, though. All right, so people were so impressed with him. All right, kill, kill Grievous. Just put it on auto. We'll, they'll they'll four-man Grievous. Cool. Um, what's next? Let's kill Darth Revan. Nope. Let's let's kill Jedi Revan. Nope. Like they don't kill anything past Grievous. Right now they suck, really. Like But they are four marquees. Like Sure. That's you know, uh, one of those things is how how far can you expect a marquee to go? I, I'm not really complete. I think they're going to be a complete squad eventually. I'm just saying, like, they're going to need something to push them past it. And uh, right now, Cody is not that piece. Maybe a, a reworked Cody would be potentially a good fill-in for a little bit. Yeah. That, that's that's the only thing I'm saying. I otherwise. Yeah, no complaints about Bad Batch. They're a really cool squad. They have great mechanics. I have I have full confidence they're going to be amazing. But I also had full confidence that uh, Mando team would be amazing, and we're still tapping our foot on that. So, who knows? Who knows if I know what I'm even talking about? <laughs> uh, we shall. We we shall see. Um, you know, I, I just I don't think they're going to rework them because there's kind of no need. Um, I actually. I, I loved Cody. Cody Cody got me first in the hat every single tank raid for like a year. Um, so I loved Cody and that clone team. I don't think he needs another day. <laughs> like, you know. I just like him to I would just like him to just have like even just a niche use. Like, like right now, Ayla is just like she's like an everyman Jedi kind of thing. Like she fits on a lot of teams. She does. She's a she's a, just a, just a workhorse. You could take yeah. her, leave her, whatever. She has a place, kind of though, right? Like like I get decent use out of Ayla. I have I I had a relic before they made her a requirement. I I would love to have that for Cody. Cody just seems cool enough, and he he played as an important an important enough role in the Clone Wars show especially that it would be nice. It would just be nice to have yeah. Cody on yeah. your side. <laughs> <laughs> He's like State Farm. Um, yeah. um, time that perfectly with shipping the, with shipping the tea. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So. Um, Anyways, I don't yeah. know that was a tangent. I, it would be nice to get a rework on them. I expect nothing of the sort, but it would be nice. It would be. Um, no, I actually, I like this cast of characters a lot, actually. I do, I do too. Uh, they really, like we said, I mean, Qui-Gon and Mace are just kind of, yeah. Right. Eh. Everybody else I'll use. Like Cad, I may not use Cad for ground, but he is the damage dealer in that bounty hunter fleet. Um, yeah. I, so, you know, I have, and Van Seal's probably out there getting ready to yell at me like, Cad does so much more, and he probably does, but um, not, not with my bounty hunters. I'm not having, yeah. I'm not having a second R5 bounty hunter team anytime soon. Right. Um, well, so, so this is the argument I used to give Cad Bane for Cad Bane was 
so you remember that the earlier days of bounty hunters back when i was using them a lot you were using them a lot too actually we talked about yeah. we, we talked about bounty hunters a lot in the early days of the podcast uh because of how efficient they were in gac <laughs> and that hasn't really changed though the way they look cha- has changed a lot of right. the main players have stayed the same We've got some new blood though i uh, used to be though that embo was the obvious best fifth character and ven seal can yeah. throw a fit in the chat that's fine but embo to to me he was like he has his zeta he was gear 12 i i was starting to put all of the pieces on him i think he's only two pieces away actually from gear 13 for me yeah uh, but my alt couldn't do embo because he is really hard to farm he is just like i'm just now finally after like two years on this count of only farming hard nodes with three refreshes a day only just now farming embo like that's how far down the list he was but what i discovered was cad bane was like almost almost as good as embo and he does almost the same stuff. Like he has his dispel, uh, you know, with with his, it's not with his basic, but it is a dispel that uh, can have his cooldowns reduced or reset. I forget which one now. Um, you know, he does some decent damage. He can stun. He's got some control. Um, like on the ground, he's not a bad character. He, he's not He's not the top bounty hunter these days, but he also will surprise you. Like he's a good utility piece. Um, you can find some use to him in a desperation. Like now that we have all these extra teams, we're going to have some times where it's like, well, things, things got desperate real quick and relic five CAD is going to make an impact sometimes. And, and his ship is going to be relevant as uh, with razor crest slowly coming into the scene. Yeah. <coughs> uh-huh. So anyways, I, I like CAD. You're right. He, I'm not going to use him on the ground that much. My my alt uses him consistently, though he is he is always in use on the alt, even at five million. So, for what that's worth, yeah. <laughs> Vanshield Cad Band is definitely no Greedo. <laughs> <laughs> Fair, no, no, he is not. Um, yeah, we love I, you, Vanshield. <laughs> I, I'm excited to have an excuse to get Django to R7. I, you and I were talking before this came out, like probably a half hour before this came out, speculating on the requirements. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's not that I want an R8 Grandmaster Yoda, but I was looking for an excuse to get a couple more relic levels on Yoda. Um, and here it is. <laughs> You know, I already, I actually already gave him R8. I, I'm not putting the relics on anybody else until next week after lock-in. I already gave Yoda my R8. Um, and he's up to like 1300 special damage. And my Yoda is not modded all that well at all. Um, so he's hopefully going to do silly things. I think, I think with him at R8, it's going to be Jedi Master Luke and Yoda against against Supreme Leader Kylo's, um, and you you won't in three v three in three v three. Let me let me preface this here, and you're not going to need the bigger damage dealer against Kylo with an R eight Grandmaster Yoda. So, I I gave him the R eight basically immediately. Of course. Um. I already joined. I had already joined GAC and completely forgot about that. But that's a different story. 
<laughs> Fair. Yeah, uh, it's a. Uh, I am I'm excited by it. You and I were talking about it. I wish I wish we could. Um, I don't know. Maybe we could actually find the transcript to it, but it, it doesn't really matter. Like we we called actually like almost all the characters. We we discussed most of the characters. We I'd say we were we had a very high accuracy rate. I wish we had made. I guess the big the biggest thing would be. I wish I had we had like a video that we had made beforehand you know, of that conversation. Cause it was like, we, we talked about Cad Bane might be a requirement. And uh, you know, we talked to, we were like, oh please, like I would love the excuse to get Relic Yoda, uh, you know, Relic Grandmaster Yoda. That would be, that would be really awesome if we could do that. And, um, or not Relic, but like Relic yeah. 8. Cause I'm not gonna, I would probably never do that on my own. Not, not with the current state. And no. yet it, it's a lot of fun though. Like he's a good character. It is. I mean, and you put him with Jedi Master Luke where he's just attacking left and right and gaining turn meter while attacking. It's it's gonna be a lot of fun with him. Like he's going to be a fun character. So I'm not I'm not angry at that at all. No, and honestly, um, so if we talk about Kiati Mundi and that this makes me cringe because I, I feel like I can't spare him right now uh, yeah. like I don't I don't want to I don't want to be in a situation where we're not um uh, you know where where Yoda gets placed somewhere else but I do I do think like with Jet with Kenobi and Kiati Mundi like no one gets more out of Kiati Mundi's stat boosts than Grandmaster Yoda if he's modded right oh yeah yeah I can <laughs> I could see that. So the, I guess the question though becomes, and we won't know this until we know the kit of Grandmaster Yoda is so damn good with Jedi Master Luke with the constant assist call and the constant turn meter. I wonder where he's better. Like legitimately, um, is he going to be better under the Galactic Republic Jedi leader or is he still going to be best at R8? with Jedi Master Luke constantly getting called assist to assist and constantly going. Um, that'll, it, it'll be interesting to watch, you know, before when he was only R3 to R5, it's kind of like a, ah, I, I like Yoda. Let's see where he goes. Now it's like, I have an R8 that potentially could be a true damage dealer on two different teams. Let's, <laughs> let's see where this goes. Yeah, yeah, we're we're in uncharted territory. It's going to be an interesting thing. Um, I just hope we know what the next character is going to be soon. What the next Galactic Legend is going to be? Oh yeah, we should talk about that solo. <laughs> we about should. people. Well, just just this. We should address it at least. People are making a big to do about this wording on the on the star wars website was it the star wars oh. one it, it was saying yeah. um galactic legends uh it, it's like kenobi is going to be a galactic legend which is the best character type to date or something like that it's currently in the game it is the currently in the game yeah and of course they put that they put that with every galactic legend just because they don't want to i mean they have plans for new things. Like, you know that they have plan. They have a five-year plan. I mean, that shouldn't be a surprising thing. If 
every two years or so we or every year basically we get something that one ups the last big thing like it started as a legendary then the epic confrontation or no then a hero's journey then the epic confrontation then we got galactic what like there's been a progression of bigger better tunes um so i don't think that should be that surprising of a thing yeah i we're gonna Galactic Legend will stop being a thing eventually. Oh, well, they won't be stop. I guess they, me saying it like that is like they're gonna stop being good because, I mean, legendary characters are still good and they're right. they're a long right. ways behind. So, like, Galactic Legends are gonna be surpassed by something somehow. I don't I don't know what. Right there. So that'll yeah. happen. That's the natural progression of things, especially if Kenobi isn't substantially stronger than the next, than this next group. Right. Or than and, the last group. Right. Um, and so here, here's the true reason that we need something better than galactic legends of, and you kind of mentioned it earlier where for those of us at 8 million, like the, these requirements aren't that hard if you look at the bottom of our rosters, we are the bottom of division one. We are like, I am. Yeah. When I joined uh, this GAC this season, I was literally only 20 K over the threshold. So we're the very bottom of division one. There weren't many requirements for Jedi master Kenobi that had me worried. Like, (laughs) I don't right. have that many characters that aren't at least gear 11 right now on my roster. I think I counted them and I have, I have 50, which 50 sounds like a lot, but not when you realize there's almost 300 in the game. So I have almost 250 characters at G11 plus. Like, so 300? I, didn't think I, that I don't know. I was making up a number. I know a year and a half ago we were at like 210 or something. Um I'm much, much too lazy to actually count, but... Yeah, there's actually... Let's see. I have 205 characters. Oh, all right. Well, I was... 200 characters. Oh, I was close. Uh, But but still, like, three quarters of my roster is G11+. At some point, Galactic Legends are just going to be the majority of people saying, okay, well, I have to farm tickets now, or I have to farm these three new characters because I have everything else at G13. Like they, they need the next requirement because at the end of the day, this game is built to make money and for them to pay for the servers we play on, they've got to make money. Like there's got to be the next thing to make them money. And that means there needs the next thing needs to require more than the last thing, which means the next thing should be better than the last thing. Like just in terms of how this all kind of plays out, because if something costs more and isn't as good as, you know, people would flip out and not pay. So there's going to be something next. It's just a question of when. Right. Yeah. There, there'll be something bigger than Galactic Legends. And, and at the very least things that are going to be comparable like maybe they'll make, maybe they'll just continue keeping Galactic Legends the main thing. I Who knows? Who knows if they will keep doing that? But even if they do, like they'll start having some other type of character, like, you know, this epic confrontation, there's, 
you know, the hero's journey. There's, there's all kinds of stuff that they can, it, there, there's going to be another type of event eventually that's going to be relevant. I'm, yeah. Anyways, they, they say that's the, they're the most, the most powerful so far. And, and whatever. that's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like I wouldn't be surprised if there was something in the works right now. I, I don't know how you go bigger. Like, how do you surpass Jedi Master Luke? But, I mean, we'll just have to see. They might go in a different direction. They they do surprise us. Right. Yeah. Uh, Galactic Legends kind of came out of nowhere. Um, no, nobody did. was expecting something like this. Right. Everyone was like, well, we need new characters, like new big, you know, legendaries or whatever. But, right. But, yeah, like, there was only two epic confrontations. I thought that they were just going to keep going that direction frankly no no galactic legends but anyways so we just finished the first week of expanded divisions we haven't said a single word about them and it's it's a pretty big deal too nothing to talk about this week this is why it's bad when news breaks on a monday we we actually don't talk about what (laughs) we set this podcast up to talk about grand arena and we're now 45 minutes in and haven't talked about grand arena um, I know our our first goal was to make our podcast one hour. It was it was remember that and now, God that that disappeared fast and yet yeah. people still listen so thank you everyone out there that still <laughs> listens. <laughs> yeah, uh, guys, <laughs> we uh, weeded out all the week. <laughs> right, <laughs> all those suckers that want short podcasts. <laughs> uh, yeah, they can just listen to the first half. That's fine. Right. Uh, <laughs> All right, so three v three, expanded three v three. What uh, what'd you think of it? Uh, I'll be honest, Solo. I didn't notice an enormous difference. Uh, like, yes, there are there absolutely are differences, and st- I just my playstyle didn't change that much. Honestly, like I just put an absurdly hard defense down and keep most of my galactic legends or you know two two to three galactic legends and you know stayed flexible found ways around different teams and i don't know i it was cool i got to use more of my roster i got to see some really bad teams on defense here and there but you know like i used qui-gon jin lead one of my fights so it was it was fun what about you what what kind of things did you take from it i know you have at least one uh vital talking point i do this was the least fun i've ever had in a week of grand arena least uh, but hands down by far everybody kept everything for offense because it's like oh we're scared we couldn't clear you could put something on defense i i was so pissed i had two opponents that i matched up against that they have not placed less than three Galactic Legends on defense in the year of 2021. Like the entire year, they haven't had less than three Galactic Legends on defense, including in 3v3. I got to the back zone on the one of them, and he had a Darth Revan team broken up where he didn't have... Ma- it wasn't even like Malik was broken up. It was EP, Bastila, and like Sith Empire Trooper. And then Darth Revan, HK, and some crap. It was like a G12 character. And it's like, efficiency is just awful. 
like there there's good efficiency and then there's I'm just going to put a bunch of junk on defense and try and win and it's just awful like guys place a defense like put something on defense if you want to keep all four galactic legends fine like I I don't I don't necessarily I don't agree with that at all unless you know your opponent is going to place for, uh, then, then that makes sense. That's different. But my God, I put something on defense. Like just one team, please put something on defense. Um, I should not be beating people with a loss and beating them by 23 still. Like, my final round, I, I misclicked and went in with the wrong team on my very first attack and I still won by 23 banners even even spotting a loss to start so even if I didn't lose this defense was so pathetic that I would have beaten him even if he didn't also lose on one of my teams and also how how are people losing if you're keeping everything for offense like you should not have a loss against my defenses um I, I just I don't it, this week was so frustrating to me. I hear you, man. I I don't know. I I tend to I don't know. People place that kind of stuff against me, and I like uh, whatever. I I don't mean to. Like it's not fun. Like it's just not fun to play against. It's like oh. Look, I I can get a fifty four on this without even trying. Like that that's not fun. It's it, and they're not even helping themselves. So it's not like they're making me miserable while they're getting a better chance to win. It's they set up defenses that they can't win with, and they're not fun to go up against. <laughs> yeah, like, like what, yeah. what's the point of that? Just so you can full clear, like. Which you uh, you could have full cleared anyway. Yeah, I mean, I had an opponent actually. My my last opponent this week was he messaged me. He was saying like, yeah, I should probably put a harder defense down, but for some reason, I I, I just hate the idea of not full clearing. And I thought that was fair. I, I mean, it's whatever. I, I actually I felt bad because I denied him the full clear, <laughs> despite that. But you know, you gotta. I just, I guess, I guess my thing, I've, I've been facing a lot of efficiency guys the last however many months. It just seems like the game has started trending that way. People have been starting to do that a lot, or at least that's been my RNG for opponents. And people who place these uh, like really easy defenses, but then they also uh, have a, you know, they're pretty efficient on, on offense. Like the way, the way I tend to tackle that is I just, I make my defense uncomfortably robust so that I'm like, I don't know if I have the tools actually, if they go back on what they normally do, like it's, it's going to be a struggle for sure. Uh, but like that, that tends to be my answer. And then it's fun to at least just use B teams to kill B teams or C teams to kill C teams. That's, I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like I guess I would have needed to face your opponents to actually get a good grasp of exactly how ridiculously stupid their defenses were. Yeah, it's. I just don't. Um, I don't know. It's like 
do do what you want but and the thing is all of my opponents were over 720k lifetime banners like so it's it's not that i just ran you know first week problems of i just ran into somebody that's doesn't really care that much because i get that like if you don't care that much i'm not going to complain that you don't try because it's not your thing like you're you participate in the game mode to get the rewards i have no problem with that it's like all these people try and actually like actually try and actually are good if you have 720 700 to 740k lifetime banners you're actually a good player too and they didn't even try like they didn't even try and set a defense and it's so frustrating that makes sense man uh, you know we'll see as as the as the week goes on I, or as the month goes on i'll be very interested to see how things shake out i a lot of people are nervous about not full clearing and it makes sense that they would be nervous about that actually because there's more teams and so they're going to keep more on offense so i mean my, my adjustment, of course, I just put more on defense, just, you know. Right. I mean, keep... my, my final round, I put three GLs on defense, Darth Revan, CLS. I mean, I just loaded up my defense. And I still, I finished the round. I misclicked the team and lost my JTR, who was, you know, a, a crutch basically for me. And I finished the fight, and the defenses were so bad that I still looked at my roster and was like, wow, I still had two good teams for offense left. <laughs> like, it was absurd. I am I was so frustrated last week. Still, still I am, if you couldn't tell. Um, like, I hear you, man. I, yeah, I was actually, I was pretty close to out of teams in my last match. I think I, I think I planned it just about right. Yeah. Uh, uh, like, there were a few fights actually that were super sketchy. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll have to talk about that later when we're talking about our matches. But, um, anyways, I, I do think people are going to start ratcheting in on the defenses, trying you know figuring out how much to do. And I guess it it's a honestly solo. So I don't I don't mean to belittle like how frustrated you are. I I get I get that. I don't want you to be frustrated. I do think it's in some ways a reasonable uh, like jump for people who are like, I just want to full clear. Like I'm not a particularly amazing player. I just want to make sure that I full clear and uh, you know, we'll see where it goes. Like we'll play efficiency. We'll just both try to outscore each other. And uh, like, it's not fun to play against that. I like, I like the slugfest match where you just destroy each other. You know, I, I do enjoy that more. Right. Like, uh, this is one of the teams I faced. Asajj, Gear 12 Acolyte, and Gear 12 Talia. <laughs> like, <laughs> they, they literally kept 20 teams for offense and then put down Asajj, Acolyte, and Talia. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, <laughs> They're just like, hey, <laughs> nice sisters. They're in the same faction. We'll see. Right. What- I, hey, I, I I can't put down a good team. Let's throw something. Um, and look at that, Gom with the raid. Hey, Gom, welcome, welcome. Good to see you as always. So, guys, 
we are talking about the awfulness of defenses that we saw in week one. Um, all right. So I, I personally, I don't have an answer to this question, but I ask you at the start of every season. So I might as well keep it going <laughs> of, uh, did you see any trendy new teams? Cause every season we tend to have a trendy new team. Um, I really, this... didn't, I didn't see, I honestly didn't see anything new this mm. season. But that's because I faced all crap on defense. So, uh. no, I didn't see a single new fancy thing that I can think of. Like everything right. I saw was like, it was either inexplicably bad, like like so it can't. It, it's not going to be a trend for long because it's it shouldn't yeah. be a trend. Like it, it's just awful, or or like it's just what we've had in the past. Like, like Bad Batch, I guess, if you can call that a trend, like people are, are reaching. Like, so we have, we're, you and I are in Division One. We have to deploy four yeah. new defensive teams while not, while also being able to beat four more, or four more teams on offense. So people are like, hey, I put Gear 13 on Bad Batch. They're, they're a good team, right? They could be grievous. Let's throw them on defense. Like, they're, they're only three stars because I haven't, you know, they're, they're not wailing on them and that's fine. But, yeah, they'll they'll totally do something. I expect guys with twenty k hit points, you know, yeah. uh, like combined hit points to do okay right. again again in a world of relic seven AOEs, <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. I will say, bad batch. I mean, save them for offense. Like them and Beskar. If you want to keep the Beskar team together, which I I don't, keep them for offense because they're both so easy to beat and they they do they beat things on offense and beskar can actually beat things on offense fairly efficiently um and bad batch you know like that's that stupid rex fives bearish team bad batch actually beats that team um and as long as your bad batch is modded decently well or you're not up against like an R7 Zareths with 150k health. Um, they they beat that team pretty soundly. <laughs> so just because you have a team, don't put it on defense because um, because they they do they they beat they can beat good teams. Yeah. Um, and Beskar. So I, I split my Beskar up. Um, I, saw, I disapprove, but but continue. How do you disapprove about that? Like it's the hardest Ray team in the game is Ray, Quill, and IG Eleven, in three v three. Yeah, it's just easy to kill with Sith Eternal. That's all. I, I mean, every Ray team is going to be easy to kill with Sith Eternal. But, sure. So it's a waste. But my Ray has gotten holds with Jedi Master Luke and against Ray Mirrors. Sure. Uh, so, so we're arguing semantics about. Uh, uh, I agree that's the best Ray team. I just you use your Ray for different things than me. I, I literally I don't care if my Ray gets holds because they're gonna just use a really good team to kill her anyways. So I just put crap with her. She she give she, I gift someone fifty four or maybe less banners depending on what they use. If it's Supreme Leader Kylo, then they gift me with a forty seven. But <laughs> <clears throat> uh, then I can bait them out, like <clears throat> put her in the front, 
the UCLA Eternal, they, they feel happy about being efficient. I feel happy about them wasting Watt and Sith Eternal because with the things I've got in the back are going to be significantly more difficult for them. That It'll turn it into hard mode for them suddenly. So uh, my approach, is, I, I just use her as bait. I don't, I don't care. I'm like, hey, Ray, like go die. I don't care how you die, just die. And, and you, you want her to actually get holds, which is fine and it's successful. So I yeah. don't think that's wrong. I just, you and I, I, I was flippantly saying I disapprove because it's not what I do. But yeah. you're right. You're right. It, it's a good team. I mean, certainly. I beat, <laughs> I beat C out in the front, and then they either gift me the Supreme Leader Kylo forty seven, or they gift me a loss. <laughs> like that's that's what happens. Um, and I, you know, on my alt, I actually I put Jedi Master Luke in the front, and I put Ray in the back, and it's good day, sir. Use your C to take out my Jedi Master Luke, and you're going to write, run into race scoundrels in the back, and good luck. <laughs> um, and they, I mean, they two, you can two shot it. That's not a problem, but I will gladly take a two shot on any of my teams. Well, yeah, like you getting a two shot, that that's fantastic. That's a fantastic result. I just, uh, if I see someone places that team consistently, all I know is that Sith Eternal staying on offense for me and that I will get a 52 against that team because I'm not going to use Sith Eternal against anything. He's just locked. So uh, on the other hand, no one ever scouts anyway. So, Well, people don't. I mean, the amount of rollover defenses we see is... Yeah. Uh, my, my second round and third round were both rollovers. And, and yeah. both of them even know knew they were facing a streamer. So go yeah. figure. Uh, but like on my alt in round two, it was I put Jedi Master Luke up front with just a random, I mean, leftover Jedi basically. And they use C-Watt there because they put Darth Revan on defense. And then they got to my Ray and... Ray Scoundrels beat Jedi Master Luke, Jedi Knight Luke, and Hoda. Then, then she beat Gas. Um, and then, then she didn't beat anyone else because they just didn't clear. Oh, wait, no. They tried one third time with Vader, Thrawn, and Scion and just didn't clear. Um, this is for this past week? That th This was round two of this past week, yeah. And then in round three, say I let the defense roll over. Uh use C against my Jedi Master Luke and got back and used uh, Jedi Master Luke and gas on Ray Scoundrels because that's that's really the only way you can beat it. And they actually lost somebody on the team as well. So they used Jedi Master Luke, gas and Hoda and still only got a 49. Mm. I mean, it, it just it's just such a strong... such If you can bait out the C, which... But Jedi Master Luke is an excellent way to be out to see if you know they're sure. not going to place Kylo. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. It, you're, it's just such a strong, strong defensive team. Oh, it, it is a very strong team. You and I just play it differently. I just use her as a throwaway meat shield. And then, uh, so here, here's the other thing though, Solo. So I'm not saying that I'm right. Here, here's the benefit. So you have a good, like a, you have the best Ray team out there. It's, it just is. It's the best. It's amazing. And 
There's no denying that in my opinion. And it gets holds. It's effective. Um, I have the worst Ray team out there. There's no denying that it's the worst. I don't get holds. It's effective as well uh, at, at getting killed for high banners for, by my opponent, but with, with good teams. Uh, so here's, here's the difference though. Um, the, the vital piece of it is uh, my, my wedge Han Chewy team is similar in impact, not quite as good as your Beskar uh, Han Chewy team. But I also, on top of that, get a full Beskar Quill IG team that gets me 54 against a lot of teams, a ton of teams. In fact, it's it's incredibly helpful and it, it's very efficient. So, like there there's pluses and minuses about it. You absolutely have the better rate team. I just like I end up having three total teams. Use mixing all three of those teams I just combined, or it was just talking about. You have two. You get two teams. All, both of which are more effective than any of mine, but I get three teams, all of which are pretty effective. So it's just a matter of preference and strategy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Prime. The best Ray team is not Ray Garden Imperial Super Commando. <laughs> it might be, though. Well, that's <laughs> true. I haven't tried it. We don't, we don't know. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right. So... Anything else about this 3v3 other than 15 teams is a lot of 15 teams <laughs> or is a lot of teams. <laughs> so I'll just say this. It, it was tough to, or it's going to be tough. Some It's going to be tough to full clear. It just is uh, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes people are going to be putting some crazy defenses down. We're not going to be prepared for it. It's going to suck. We're going to have to dig deep. We're going to have to dig into Phoenix and even farther uh, sometimes. Maybe, hopefully not. But the thing that really uh, this underlines to me so hard right now is just how ludicrous 5v5 is going to be in a month. Yes. Yes. Well, I started planning for 5v5 before I started planning for 3v3 because sure. you need you, you need more characters. Like, there's no other way to put it. Like, you just, you do. Um, so... I'm probably not going to place it, but when we you start talking about like that Beskar team, and it's not great on defense in 5v5, um, when there's that many more teams, if you get your opponent to use Padme in the front, which probably isn't that hard to do, because when you're thinking of cheap teams, like Padme is a cheap team. If, if I see a front zone, I'm like, oh, I can use Padme here rather than like a GL or something else. I'll gladly do it. And you put Beskar in the back, like it can cause some legitimate problems. Um, and, th and that goes for a lot of teams. Like there's a lot of teams out there that if you don't have the right counter in, especially in five V five, you're, you're just stuck. Um, and it's, it's going to be a lot easier to get stuck in five V five. Oh man, we're we're gonna get stuck so much, and we we really need to get moving on on other stuff. But let, let me just say this though, I, I've been thinking about this a lot. I want to make a video sometime soon. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do that tonight with my non-existent time. But uh, like the the idea of a the I don't know I can't figure it out. Are is is Kyber being devalued, or is this or is the let me rewind just a sec. T 
to get Kyber right now, the math is you have to win six matches and do zero feats, but, but you need full clears. You need full clears, win six matches and no feats. And, and that's, that's much like it used to be if you did all the feats, got all full clears and went six and six, you could sometimes get Kyber. Like it, it was dicey. Like you had to, it depended on how efficiently you cleared your opponents. Uh, but some people at six and six still got Kyber in division one. I'm not talking about other divisions. I don't necessarily know. Uh, but that, that was possible. Six and six was a very, very rare Kyber though. Seven and five was very, was absolutely possible though. That, that happened a lot. Now you don't even have to do feats. You just need full clears and go six and a, or six and six and you're good. You're good to go. Um, yeah. And the thing, and you and I've talked about this some, I don't, I'm not sure how I feel. So it's going to be harder to full clear now, but if you can full clear, Kyber is significantly easier. Now it's like guaranteed if you full clear and you, you have a 500 record, you, you get in. And I don't, I can't tell if it's devaluing Kyber or if it's like a fair trade because we're not going to full clear as often. Uh, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I probably fall on the devaluing it a little bit. I want to see, I didn't do the math for 5v5 because we're not in 5v5, but going 6-6 six and six and making Kyber is, uh, it just doesn't feel as special. Like with no feats, if they told me you could go 6-6, six and six, but you have to hit every single feat, it's like, well, at least, at least you worked for it. Um, I could probably not set defenses and get three wins, <laughs> you know? Um, so, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I do I do think that it's a little generous. Um, I'm interested to see if they keep the scoring that way. Like, do, do does CG want 50% of people to make Kyber? I... You know what I want them to do? They can do whatever they want with Kyber. If they let me have like a Beskar league <laughs> and make make a hyper exclusive, like only only the top 50-ish get in. Like don't don't make it exclusive to the top, you know, a top number or right. placement, but make it so that it is like if you don't go eleven and one, you you're not in. You don't have a chance. That's what right. I want. And then I have something to shoot for again. Cause right now. I don't mean, I don't want to just like, it's been a very long time since Kyber has been something I'm actively like, oh man, I really hope I can make it. Like I, I know it's entitled, but at this point, I kind of just assume we're going to make Kyber. It's the question of how high can I place? Like, can I get, can I go 11 and one or 12 and oh, that that's the, that's what I'm striving for. It's it's an artificially, it's an artificially or an artificial, uh, whatever requirement I'm giving myself a goal because Kyber right now isn't something that I personally am shooting for. And I know that's elitist and whatever. I don't want Kyber to go away because I think a lot of people still do and should put a lot of significance on it. I just, you know, if they're going to mess around with the numbers and stuff, which I, I, I get that that happens, they're going to restructure divisions and stuff. I would just, I'd like something hyper exclusive to shoot for as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. 
I have nothing else to add to that. Yes. <laughs> um, it's also, it's going to be interesting. So right now we're in division one and I did the math the other day where there's only a max of like 207 people at um, that finished three no in division one. Just because you take 1650, you divide by eight, and there's 207 pods that could exist. Um, then, what, like 70 or 80 people made chromium this week and hit the death bracket. There's only a limited number of pods that can be available in chromium. So, by definition, like 65 to 70 people are going to lose a, mass, uh, a match there. So mm-hmm. by the end of week two, it's entirely possible that there's only like 70 to 100 people that are undefeated uh, and, you know, just six and O oh in division one. Right. Or, or less like it's it's very possible that at the end of division one, like if I if I was somehow able to go undefeated, which I've done that before, though, it's going to be harder because the rosters I'm facing are intense. Uh, if I could do that, I guess I'm spoiling wh- how my week went. But um, <laughs> if I if I can manage it, like I, I can, I can do it. I can make it to. I, I could. I, it's very possible. Make going twelve and zero, you just get handed top ten in Division One. Yeah, what I'm trying I, to spit out. It, it's 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 a legitimate possibility. Um, which. I mean, that's that's what people were asking for, right? There's too many people in Division One in the old Division One. It's you can go twelve. I've I've gone twelve and zero in Division One, and finished outside the top one hundred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, very possible. And, and that's with doing feats. I think I only missed like three or four feats. Um, so, uh, if you go twelve and zero, I think you should you should be able to make the top. 50 the top 20 um yeah make a top rank i agree right yeah yeah like my alt just dominated last season in division one that like just smashed opponents and i ended up with top i think i got 16th in division one and honestly like uh, whatever I'm, I'm not there's no sour grapes left on my end for this i just it, it's just, it was so impossible. It felt, it never did did uh, top 10 in division one feel so impossible, feel as impossible as that. Cause, yeah. and, and I had to complete some like insane feats at the very end to even get that far. So uh, yeah, now it's fun. Like I'll, we'll have a few months before everyone from division two crowds in. Yeah, well, there's there's already. I was on SWGOH.GG today. We're what uh, a a week and a day into into this GAC. There's already a hundred more people in Division One, or you know, will be in the next season than there was at the start of this season. <laughs> That's wow. uh, yeah. So, and there's like another hundred people that are sitting you know, within a hundred KGP, which Kenobi comes out, there's your hundred KGP, just getting all the requirements and stuff up. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, division one's going to grow 
soon. Well, it, it'll eventually get to the point where we're complaining about it again, right? I mean, that that's the if if the game keeps growing this way, like that's a good thing in a lot of ways. It's a good indicator. But at some point, we're going to get it back to 160,000 people in Division One, and it's going to feel impossible again. My alt will rejoin us, and it, it'll oh. hit ludicrous speed. We just lost the Zareth camera. Internal temp too high. Allow it to cool. Damn it all. All <laughs> right. Well. Well. Yeah. It's summer, boys. I'm ordering a, a fan tonight, but but yeah, it's no no Zareth face for a little bit. Damn it all! Um, I really I need to address that before my stream tomorrow. Actually, <laughs> you probably, yes, you probably should. Um, note to self. Note to self. Uh, uh, all right. <clears throat> all right. Uh, so we should probably move on. We've been. Going on for an hour and twenty minutes at this point. Um, all right, so let let's actually talk about how we did in Grand Arena. It's kind of kind of got hints there. Um, <laughs> Millis <laughs> figure she'd be the one that takes it someplace. Um, <laughs> she's she's skeptical. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, this this was the first week of expanded divisions how how did your week start it was good the guy didn't want to win or he didn't care about winning so he placed a bunch of crap teams i actually placed a few crap teams as well for him then he forgot to attack but uh, i got i think i got five maybe it was eight below the soft max or the hard max sorry like i got and a lot of that was getting feats and stuff so i needed a full team so i quote unquote only got 54 instead of 56s everything else i got 56s uh fleets i was a dummy and forgot to keep houndstooth uh, <laughs> but i could have i could have easily gotten 72 instead i got a 69 in fleets one of my fleets so and one of the other fleet i, I had to drop one because i they did a tiny bit of damage to my hyena bomber otherwise it's fun man to getting a 71 and a 69 in fleet and everything else is 60 or as 56s or 54s it's, it's cool um i will never score that high again like it's not a reasonable <laughs> score to get but it, it was a nice way to start especially because i have dreams of potential top 10 it's nice to have one of those just give me fights like it, it's nice it's it's almost just luck of the draw it's it's like enhanced auto deploy, right? Uh, it's yeah. the it's the fun version of that. So, uh, really great start for me. Obviously, though, because the crowd was going to be bored out of their mind watching it. Well, we watched that, but then you were awesome and let me use your alt for the first <laughs> match because it's the new division. Like I, people wanted to see what all the crazy teams looked like, so I placed your defense and. I, I did a lot of things that drove you crazy. I'm sure we talked about it <laughs> afterward. Yes. You weren't you weren't unkind at all, but I can understand <laughs> the anxiety of someone using your roster. So, um, in terms of that, that was a good match too. It was fun, but you um, you you faced the only GLs that my either of my accounts <laughs> faced all week. <laughs> I did. Uh, womp womp. Um, Yes. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, and that match, I'm sorry, I'm going to spoil your match just a tiny oh, bit right. on from your alt. Um, 
that match was was fun. It was so tough to use someone else's roster, but uh, just because you, you you gear different things and you use different, it's it's just totally different. Three GLs on your on your account facing three GLs, just totally different dynamics. Um, I ended it up is. with the win though. Like he didn't. I don't think he cleared me. Right? He didn't. He didn't. He lost. He didn't. He didn't clear us. Awkward. <laughs> he didn't. Right. <laughs> he didn't clear the. Uh, Jedi Knight Luke team. Actually, he didn't clear two of the teams in the bottom. I forget what the other one was. Um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, so how did your first round go solo? Oh, it sucked. Welcome to efficiency and the new 3v3 expanded divisions. Um, actually, so the guy, the guy I faced was actually nice. He watches both of us on occasion. He, he didn't watch the stream before um before he attacked you know he he waited until after he attacked um and after he attacked he told me everything he used to help going forward but uh it was efficiency and we tied uh and like i said earlier in the streams and i am the baby the baby account of division one so he had more gp so he won the tie and then fun fact about this um he so he got to the finals and he went up against the guy that i'm facing at the start of this round and he tied that match as well so he ended up winning the finals with tying two two rounds last week and now he is up against or he's in the pod of of one of my patrons (laughs) Because he Jeez. both made chromium, um, so just kind of small world and funny thing. And if he ties again, I'm just gonna laugh. Um, but yeah, so I tied, I lost. That was not a fun way to start. But I gotta be honest with you, it takes all the pressure off for this year, like or this season. I don't. I don't need to worry about making the top ten run. I don't need. I didn't need to worry about getting the broke one feet. Uh, I use my Mothma on offense, so I, I end up getting the Rebel Fighter feet, and I have the Bay's, uh, you know, the Bay's portrait now. I'm not using it because I like the Luke Two Sons one. But, uh, yeah, so that's, you know, I, I scored a 33-06, and I sat there for an entire day saying, is that a good score? Is that a bad score? Uh, with the new scoring, I just, I don't know. And then it, um uh, you know, it ended up being the new line of shame, and both of us tied the line of shame. <laughs> what What was the sh- What was the line? Remind me. Uh, thirty three oh six. I got a thirty three oh six in one of my matches. Actually, you did well. Didn't we call it because I think Kleso got one too? Um, well, I think it was. Yeah. I think the. I don't know. I'm I'm mixing everything up, but yeah, thirty three oh six. That's a. That's a fine and honorable score, sir. <laughs> uh, all right. So going into the Thursday night now, you actually have an opponent. So how did your how did your Thursday night fight go? That's round two. Uh, it went. I don't know. It, it was okay. It was fine. It was. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. My guy. My guy kept, he, he was an obvious efficiency player. He was going to keep most of his things for offense, including, I, I suspected, all four Galactic Legends. Uh, I think now, normally he placed 
two Galactic Legends, I think. And so I think it's, it's so hard to tell, though. So I think I, I kept three Galactic Legends for offense, but I placed such a such an a, a annoying uh, defense that he, he ran out of steam at some point and couldn't clear me. Um, I was a little nervous at first because I had calculated it and I mapped it out. I was like, if he uses all the right teams, he actually outmodded me, very good player. He outmodded me and he he could, I mapped it out. I'm like, man, I think he could one shot full clear me. So I, I went and attacked. I was, I didn't stream it because I was on vacation. And so I was doing great, really good efficiency. Everything's going swimmingly. And then ships tripped me up. I failed an attack on his negotiator. Uh, the rebel fleet just doesn't seem to do as well in GAC as it does in arena, <laughs> unfortunately, as, as you might imagine. But uh, so that, that was a, that was a stumble, but then he ended up not clearing cause, cause my defense is even without galactic legends, it's just annoying. It's perversely difficult at times. And I did, uh, I will say this. I, when I scouted him, I saw he had a few weak points where he would use galactic legends to kill teams that weren't, didn't really warrant them. So I, I kind of did play some teams on defense that did that. Um, but yeah, I, I got the win. I think I got a 21 or sorry, a 3304 in that match. So below your <laughs> artificial and disgusting line of shame. Oh, shame, shame. <laughs> but uh, frankly, I mean, my play style, I, I'm generally going to be below the, the standard line just because I'm using bad teams to kill bad teams. And sometimes you don't get the best, the best efficiency, but I, I, it's a win. So, so Two and zero going into it. Uh, how was how was yours solo? I know you you tied, which is a devastating way to lose. And then you you got gifted with someone who was like seven hundred something kgp, yeah. right? Or seven hundred thirty k lifetime. Lifetime, matters, yeah. lifetime, yeah. So I <laughs> I was so excited for this matchup. So in five v five, this guy places four gls every single time. In three v three, this guy has placed three gls every single time like there there wasn't a round in um in the year 2021 where he didn't place at least three gls so uh he didn't have any gl showing on the front of the board and i was like okay maybe he's, he hides him in the back i open up the back and this is the guy that put a darth revan uh with two two random g12 characters and then ep bastila and uh, set back there and then like he's the one that placed the Asajj Talion Acolyte team I was just are you kidding me I, I was ready for a fight and here's some cheese to go with your cheese up front um so I I mean I I cleared easily um <laughs> as would be expected and I then he and so he kept everything except for Darth Revan for offense. And I mean, everything. And then he tried JTR against my CLS, but I have crit avoidance on my Chupio. And so he failed. Um, then he also failed. Oh, the, the one thing he did do though, is he put both GET2 on defense. So he basically, we, we joke about the Ray and Prey. He basically did the fleet and Prey of put all, all crap on defense and then both GET two ships on defense. I was prepared for that and I one shot his fleets and 
he got to my fleets and he was just dumb. Like he was trying to play efficiency. He took, he took rebels against my empire, but brought no reinforcements. And if he brought reinforcements in, he probably could have won, but he didn't. And so he lost. Like, I, I mean, I shouldn't complain. Um, so on my fleets, he got a 59 and a 38. And then I ended up beating him by God, like 50 at least um, 50 banners. So not, not bad at all. Um, yeah. So that, that was my round two. You're headed into the championship. How, how did it go? Um, it was very similar to the other one. I except I put a substantially tougher defense because he he even placed less on defense. So I knew he was going to go full efficiency on me. I knew he was well. I thought he was going to place the Ray Han Chu team because he he loves that team. And so I just used my my Ray Basti Hoda counter on that for fifty four. And I had one really sketchy fight where um. I he had a, what was the team? It was um, Django lead Nest and uh, Mando, uh, like just just not Bando Mando. So yeah, I used I used the full crew team, which is crew uh, OG Kylo and uh, first order executioner, and they did so much damage to me. They, they ended up killing OG Kylo just like a, so easily. He just, he just fell over. And then I managed to kill their Mando before he got disintegrate off. So that's great. And then Django killed first order executioner or no, he didn't quite nest finished him off. Thank goodness. And so Django was almost dead at that point. So all I had was crew, but he had a full health nest or mostly full health nest. And he had, a um and he had a a Django that was almost dead so crew managed to finish off Django I'm like okay so I'll just time out against nest and then as it happens like as long as you when you stun someone if they're stunned then crew actually does a uh does like double damage on his his other special that no one ever uses because it doesn't actually apply debuffs or do anything that useful and he's not there for damage but when he's alone, like it actually was pretty nice. He like he would stun Nest, and then she would take a turn, but still stay stunned because it's a two-turn stun. Then he could hit her with the special, and uh, you know do extra damage. And then she'd take another turn, and then I could hit her with a basic, which wasn't as good. And then you know like I slowly ratcheted it, her in to the point where my crew actually soloed their Nest. <laughs> which is totally different than I would have ever anticipated. Just right. a bizarre turn of events, but it, it worked out and got a 47. If you can call a 47 working out <laughs> <laughs> and all the other fights, there was a couple more sketchy. Like he actually plays some decent, some good B level teams, but there weren't uh, beyond Ray. It, it was, it was legitimately just a Ray and prey team. It was like yeah. everything else he left for offense, but then I put such a stupid defense down. He couldn't clear me anyways. So ended up at three and oh, that was the match. I got a 3306. Gotcha. So uh, got, I got the win. Um, how about you, Solo? Uh, you're, you're up against another good player, right? I was up against another good player. Um, this one, this one never sets 
I, so I, I beat this guy back in February already. Um, still at 730K lifetime, still a good player, but he always plays efficiency. Like he is always, he never, never sets GL. So uh, by this point I was, I was sick and tired of efficiency. So I, I just set three galactic legends on defense and said, you, you will have to deal with this. He set a bunch of junk on defense, um, except for his one good team on defense was CLS, Han, and Chewie, like, the, the OG trio team. Um, and I, I misclicked and went into that fight with the wrong team. So I started the battle off with a loss. And I was so pissed at myself because I knew it was going to be an efficiency match. And his defenses were so bad that even with a loss, I still scored 3,300. Um, so, and then he he had one loss. So I, I started placing Shakti, Echo, Old Echo, and Hunter, because Hunter is the only bad batch I have geared up. And that team, that team has done well. I mean, there was only two fights, but that team got a hold this fight and the the last one round two uh it did de- it did decently it challenged my opponent at least um so <laughs> you know i i had a loss and still still scored 3300 still won by 23 banners so even if he hadn't lost i still would have won by three as, as absurd as that is so I mean, it was it, it was an easy win. It was it wasn't a championship, but it I, I got I got the win. Um, yeah, so that that was my week. That was that was the week. Yeah, I actually managed to be there. I was on vacation, and my setup was ghetto f, but we managed. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So that brings us into the podcast questions. Um, we answered so there was a bunch of podcast questions about the new the new setup in GAC and the uh, Galactic Legend Obi Wan requirements. So we already answered a big a big portion of the podcast questions, uh, but let's let's get into some of these. So. In typical Froda fashion, uh, do you guys remember the old how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop commercial? Well, he has a similar question, but it's how many refreshers does it take for me to climb to the right spot in arena? <laughs> Not talking about spending crystals to get to one. I mean, when I'm sitting at 13 and I want to go to nine, for example, and I only have the three on-screen options, sometimes it takes hitting 15 hitting the button 15 times or more do you think we'll ever get some kind of quality life update on that froda i'm sorry to say we've already gotten that fix and so the answer is probably no (laughs) yeah Uh, it used to be truly atrocious where uh, like right now at least they let you hop to the max right it used to be you had to click a hundred times and sometimes you still couldn't get that. Like, Oh my God. It was so annoying. That was maybe one of the most, the single best fixes they've had in this game. Actually that, that was, that was a a life changer. Amazing. 
uh, that we all take for granted now. And maybe it should have, you could maybe make the argument that it should have been that way all the time, but they fixed it. Yeah. And thank God. So I understand that frustration, especially when I'm testing someone and, and they're, we're not like, I'm not number one slot. Like, yes, it can get frustrating for sure. Right. Trying to click and click and click, but I, frankly, I'm, I don't think that's even close to on their radar to fix. I sad know. to say. It, it's better than it was. And when they did the fix, they basically said, here's your fix. Or if we we can't, or we won't do anything else. <laughs> so, I mean, who's to say in three years they might change something? But as of right now, I, I wouldn't expect anything uh, to happen soon. And Froda had the hashtag frustrated, frustrated Froda hashtag, and uh, I think it's going to be hashtag still frustrated Froda. Um, but anyway, moving on. The, the the next so there are two questions that kind of ping ponged off of each other and it's the first is well I don't miss the original crank core I, I do miss the guild coordination and it took the took it wow I can't talk I do miss the guild coordination took and the excitement when we finished now I can barely be bothered my weird are we lacking a great guild unifying thing for the game then the other question is what do you guys think would be the best change to bring uh, that sort group accomplishment feeling back. Like maybe TW groups like GAC. So in theory, you get more and more challenging opponents or something. So how do we give accomplishment back to guilds? <laughs> um, I don't want that. I don't care. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. Um, TW is kind of that thing. You know, um, I'm I, I'm in Wolfpack right now. Obviously, TW is taken very seriously there, which I'm not running it, so I'm more than okay with that at this point. But it is a lot of fun. You know, we went up against uh, Caw Patrol, and they ended, they ended up beating us, but for the longest time, we were ahead on banners, and it, it literally came down to the last zone, and there is something extremely fun about those close TW matches. Um, or if you remember in our old guild, this was way back before GLs, you know, we would get into the last zone with like 30 minutes left. And then all of a sudden you see 12 people sign on at once. And like every team in the zone is being attacked. And there's, I mean, that, it was a lot, it was stressful as hell running it, but it was a lot of fun, like the entire guild coming together and clearing a zone in 10 minutes. Um, but, so there is still that potential. Uh, <laughs> you know, every guild doesn't take TW seriously though. So I, I know uh, in our guild, in our all guild actually, last, last light side territory battle, we uh, we got the most amount of cam that we've gotten in a very long time or ever i should say and it was a, a huge guild effort and the feeling of the guild afterwards when we we got the cam payout was kind of huge so i think i think those guild unifying things are still in the game um sure it it's just 
I would I never I, I never want a guild organization of everybody has to be online to take down a raid ever again because that was stupid. Um horrible. That that was, that was miserable. It it was truly just painful. <laughs> so yeah. I, I had a few just like awkward conversations of like no, I'm 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 not going to leave work to do this, you know. Right. Like, I, it's uh yeah, that was just stupid. Um now what do you think of though TW groups like GAC? So for uh, for those that don't know, the top 10 guilds basically are in one of those TW groups. Like all we basically rotate and fight each other unless somebody sandbags and drops out of the top 10. Um, then we have a dip. But what about doing something like that in for territory wars? Like, you know, at the beginning of the month, you're saying, you're told, here's your pot of however many it would be. You know, you get four battles against this pod, then at the end of the month, we crown a winner of the pod. Like, I know TW is not really your thing right now, but I think that would make it more interesting. Sure. Uh, well, the smaller groups, I, I've said for a while that I, I would love a different format of GAC of like doubles. That would be oh, super yeah. fun to do sometimes of like you and I could, could just hate life as we tried to make our play styles the exact <laughs> you know, a cohesive right, right. thing but i mean it would be a lot of fun to to do a doubles event in gac like i typically just want to do a non like i, I like singles gac a lot but i would do right. that and i would i would do a four-man gac as well i I'd do a couple formats like that so yeah you know if, if it was like guild based sure yeah I'd, yeah. I'd probably be down. I would. I mean, I would love. I, I would love a pod system for TW. Um, it also would solve the sandbagging because I, I would assume that if you would be placed based on your guild GP, not who joined each individual uh, TW. You know, obviously the problem is guilds change a lot in a month sometimes, but if they could find, you know, find ways around that, I, I think that would make TW interesting again, as opposed to, all right, guys, this is the same exact thing that we've done for three years now. Let's, let's go do it again. Right. Uh, yeah. Territory wars. So here's the thing. I think territory wars would have been more interesting if they like CG at one point for just a little bit, had it in place where, the number of teams deployed scaled based on how big your guild was. How right. big the guilds in question were. And everyone revolted against that. They they hated that idea so hard. The CG was like, all right, it's fine, we'll do it your way. But and they kind of just washed their hands of it and moved on. Right. And honestly, to me, it's just such a it's so condensed and annoying right now that you can barely like at the top levels you can't you just have to everything is about gls or countering countering darth revan with the the most ridiculously <clears throat> efficient comps and really pinching banners i i would love it if it was more expanded in, in territory wars where we could actually start putting some interesting teams down instead of 
just the same thing every single time. Just so like, just kind of stirring up the same eight teams. It's kind of a noise, annoys me. I, you know. Yeah, uh, no, I, I agree. I think it would be more interesting if we had, if we actually had teams to place. I, I mean, right now, you can literally take your your mods off of two thirds of your roster, only mod up two thirds of your two thirds of your teams, and they it, it just overkill for TW. You would still have tunes with mods that didn't get used. Like that's. CG clearly does not care about territory war. It, it's just it's there to give me Zetas every other week. Right. Um, yeah, it's a Zeta farm. Sure. But you know, it's that's the way CG wants it. Apparently, I will say this about territory wars: it's the place that new teams get created, get thought up. Oh, absolutely! By, by the top guilds and all the different top counters like that's that's where territory of war really comes in handy is we we get a lot of good innovation from that so i can't really badmouth territory wars too much i don't enjoy them but i do think that for my play style and the stuff i like to do in the game it's actually a pretty necessary thing so right and so let's uh, let's just say in theory they release a new gl every three months because I've said this before, you know, last year they released four this year. They said they're releasing it one at a time. So maybe it's every three months, maybe, you know, maybe it's every four months, who who knows, but if they release a new GL every three months in nine months, the entire TW board is going to be GLs in, in the top guilds. Like that's, that's absurd. Like it's only GLs on the board. And obnoxious. And, right. Except for it's less obnoxious because it's just going to be, do I use this GL to take out that GL or save it for a GL mm-hmm. in the back? Like it's, I mean, I'm not making those decisions, so I get to be a good little soldier and that's fine. Uh, yeah. You know, Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, all I'm saying is I just think that it's, it makes it less interesting to me because you don't get to oh, use yeah. your fun teams. Like I you, you completely agree. <laughs> it's like where does Mon Mothma fit in, in Territory Wars? Like she she doesn't. She just doesn't exist in Territory Wars right now, at least at the right. top level. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see. I, all they need to do too is add like add three or four zones. Just make the board bigger. Except for the problem is. It takes a. I mean, there there are times where I don't think we're gonna full clear, just because of timing. With the amount of, with what eight zones now, adding eight more zones or four more zones. Good lord. Um, but anyway, anyway, next question. Uh, well, I think the new divisions are great. I found that I mostly faced two week of defenses. <laughs> I think I soloed Karth teams five out of the six times and all at least had one GL or G11 on them. Is this the new norm or do you think people are going to start placing tougher defenses soon? God, I pray they start placing tougher defenses soon. I think it'll happen for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do too. Yeah, I, I think people were scared. Like 
how many times before this have you said, uh, I mean, Kleso says this all the time. He says, uh, first week, the week one uh, of any season, he just goes full out offense. Like he, does, he puts, puts way less stuff on defense because he wants to remember how to play it. And, and that's great. That, that's fine. That, but that times like 12 this time because people are people are hesitant about all the extra squads and stuff and so yeah I think I think in 3v3 that's people are especially just kind of nervous it'll it'll start people start ratcheting it in though they'll start getting better teams slowly Uh, over time that those defenses are going to be better I, I think that's inevitable yeah that's that's certainly certainly the hope. Um, Absolutely we'll, the hope. We'll see after this week. <laughs> you know, it, it might take a couple of weeks. It might not just be a one week and done thing. Yeah, I, I, it might take the full month, really, for us to right. really start seeing it. I mean, week four we're still gonna get. We're gonna have the weird new dynamic of week four. Who has glow? Who has the galactic legend Obi Wan? Right. Uh. All right, let's see. So we already kind of talked about this earlier, but might as well keep going. Is is Glow the de facto first GL for most people? Would you would let me rephrase? Let me redo this because we talked about it a little bit. Would you advise people in the younger accounts to make Glow their first Galactic Legend? <laughs> I don't know. Not, not you know, not knowing obviously what his kit is. Let's say his kit is like all the other current ones. He can beat four of them, and then one of them beats him. Uh, or he can beat three of them. Yeah, yeah. And then one of them beats is a strong counter to him. So let's just say he's normal Galactic Legend power. Everything is the same. Um, since he's so quote-unquote easy to get, do you think, do you think people will start going after Glow first? Oh, so hard to say. I, it is. I don't, it's, I don't think he's that. His requirements don't make sense in a small, small rosters. Uh, like, I mean, I've said it a lot of times before. You, you, should, you shouldn't try to get a Galactic Legend usually a, until you're like 5 million GP or higher. Really, like that, to me, that's the arbitrary line. And I'm not, there are certain circumstances where I think maybe you could, you could do it responsibly, quote unquote, but... I guess I guess my main thing is, uh, you know, you need to have a, a a deep roster. You need to have a lot of extra teams, and you can't do that if you go for Galactic Legend early. And it's like, so Ayla is nice in the context of a roster that already has like Jedi Knight Luke and has all all these Jedi teams. But what the hell are you gonna do with Ayla before you have Jedi Knight Luke or Jedi Master Luke, like? Yeah. You're just gonna stare at Relic for Ayla and wish you could actually use her for something good. Maybe, maybe she'll be amazing with Kenobi. I don't know, but from what we know right now, uh, like those characters make way less sense in the context of a small roster. So, yeah, I think Jedi Master Luke, like in terms, of, I know it's he's the hardest to get for a new player, but I would just say go for him. And then you have a way to limit yourself all the way till you get to 5 million because <laughs> it takes a long time to get all those requirements in. But then you have a really super robust roster that, that actually does a lot of good stuff. Right. 
Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I I probably would not advise without seeing a kit. I mean, who knows? In two days, we might get a kit that makes uh, Kenobi like the most powerful character in the game, and then we'll say, right. "Well, yeah, of course we will." I mean, he solos light side territory battle. He he kills his own without even if there's two battles in it, like then, then the answer is yes. Um, but I, I think, I think his kit is way too expensive for most people for the first one. Yeah, I think so. All right. The last one is kind of, a uh, not really game related, but let's say you're pilot piloting the millennium Falcon and about to head out to the outer rim for an extended Uh, extended trip in the Star Wars universe what what four man crew do you bring so what (laughs) so (laughs) that is a question I think I guess I did read it yeah if you if you had to go on an extended trip in the Star Wars universe who would you bring as your crew it could be anyone And what, who who would you bring? Uh, Van Seal four GLs. Uh, <laughs> four GLs. <laughs> I'd probably bring. Let's see, Han and Chewie because they know how to get out of sticky situations. Um, you, you'd need to bring a droid, right? So oh, yeah, you you need someone to just plug into the wall and inexplicably right. make mechanical things. make doors open. So R two, yeah. mm-hmm. you're coming with me, um, and then you need you, you need somebody that's going to be entertaining at the same point. So who's the entertainment uh, for the trip? So I'd bring Kenobi with me too. Um, yeah, because he's kind of funny. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. I, I'd get Kenobi, Han, Chewie, and R two. Sure. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I'm out of my depth here. Um, yeah. I. I will say this. I really liked in Rebels, and this is a theme. I just watched it with my my boys. So you know, a three year old and a seven year old, and then my wife also watched. It was our family show for a while, and. Uh, the theme of family in that show in Rebels was always so strong. Uh, like, like the three-year-old picked up on it immediately. He he was always asking, like, is he Ezra? Is Kanan Ezra's dad? Is is Hera Ezra's mom? Like, she he was constantly asking that. And yeah. And, and at one point, there was just this scene of uh, Kanan talking to Ezra, and and you know, there, like there was a lot of good. It was toward the end, and. And, you know, they, they, the, the scene ended and the three-year-old unbidden, he was like, he is Ezra's dad. <laughs> like the, he's just like proclaimed it. Like, yes, I solved it. And <laughs> like, uh, you, you know, that has to be a triumph for, for the people making that. Cause that, that's what they're trying to do. And right. so, so maybe I'd go with, with some of the ghost crew, honestly, like I, I just, All right. it's something I value. I think I would probably go that direction. Fair. So. Uh, all right. So getting towards the end, but there's still two more things to talk about. The first is 
your masochism of having two alts. How did Zareth Alt do this week? Ah, so I was on vacation and I just, uh, I don't know, my first guy, I don't remember. My, uh, so my middle match somehow was more memorable, even though that's the one I didn't take any video of. It was, <laughs> a, it was an auto-deploy that somehow I got the best roles in terms of like like leaderships like you know sometimes they'll they'll give you like okay it's darth revan and he's leading sith and then he yeah. is Dar jedi rev or jedi revan he's leading jedi and it's just the most ridiculous annoying auto deploy ever because somehow they're all synergistic and usually it's somewhere in the middle of like oh some are good some are bad it's all annoying this one was like custom built i i did recognize he's going to be an auto deploy so managed to I, anyways i ended up getting a few banners more than the soft max <laughs> against an auto deploy which is i don't think that will probably ever happen to me again i wish i had recorded it because it was it was a triumph it was so cool <laughs> uh it just like like og kyla was able to solo something uh, nest was able to do it it was cool so otherwise the other opponents were i don't know not they, they didn't do that great against me. I don't think I had a zone cleared this week. We'll just say that. So this coming week, however, my first match is against someone with a, with Galactic Legend Ray. And I in 3v3, that is going to be so tough for my roster to beat. So if I unless I can find a way to clear her, I, I'm not going to clear. I'm not going to get top 10 this season, certainly. Yeah, which, which would be tragic. Uh, <laughs> try, try not to sound so remorseful solo but it, it would it would be sad for me i would no, i'd like to it, it really it really would be um yeah I, I would like it especially because i'm earning wait i did the math i'm earning every fight if i full clear win on my alt because of how fewer how many fewer teams i'm deploying and attacking and because of the win bonus for lifetime banners I'm earning 1,100 less lifetime banners every match than my main at do it if he does the same thing. And that's so. that's a lot. <laughs> that's uh, and so you you were there <clears throat> when you were in like Division Four and the main was in Division One, and now now you're kind of brought back to there. Uh, I know I just hit 800k lifetime. Like I was, I, I was you know in the mix and now every single match. So, you know, I'm going to get 12,000 behind every, even if I go perfect season. So, you know, it'd be nice to at least try to be in contention for top 10. We'll see. Yeah. You know, stay posted. But uh, that being said, I, I completely and utterly dominated and confused your future alt opponents who are going to look at that first <laughs> week and be like, Oh, this is what he places. And then just totally different. But so you won that one. How did judge your other ones go solo? Um, uh, well, the guy uh, I kind of mentioned it above of the guy wanted to play efficiency, and so I sent Jedi Master Luke in front and Ray in the back, and he used Sith Eternal to solo my Jedi Master Luke. Good for him. And then he used JML Jedi Knight Luke and Hoda on my Ray, and he lost and so he couldn't full clear and i just you know i easily full cleared and then we got into the next round and it's another guy that wanted to play efficiency and 
so again, I left two of my three Galactic Legends on defense, and I had to attack before him, which sucks for you know anybody playing efficiency going first. It's not the way you want to go. And so, like, I'm sitting there pinching at, at like every banner. I mean, I just you know, I I was getting so stressed out because I had to take my Mon Mothma team against a Talzin team, and my Mon Mothma team. Mothma's R5, but the other members of the team are gear 12 that I normally use. Like, Kara is gear 12 on that account, and so I was like, oh, God, I'm going to bring Biston because he's R5. At least he hits hard. And so I was stressing myself out to get 54s on every attack or, you know, close to every attack. And then he ends up going, and I won by 20. Like it wasn't even, it, it wasn't even a close match. Um, he didn't lose any. So, uh, so I had to, you know, I had to win every match, but it, it, it he wasn't very good at the efficiency game. <laughs> so I ended up going three, and zero on, on the all I, I was what sitting at one twenty five when this round started. So Division two has a lot more people in division one. So undefeated, I'm at 125 right now. I haven't done, I did the Mon Mothma feat. I didn't do the base feat. I haven't done any of the fleet arena, like the fleet arena feats. So I still have, you know, I, I might, I might have to actually try in fleet arena if I'm still undefeated going into like week three. Interesting. Yeah. You, you got to keep it up, man. Yeah. I will. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I really hate doing fleet arena. That fleet arena dude, is such a pain. Dude, legitimately. The only reason I, I for real, whenever I am somehow eliminated with my alt from getting top 10 for the season, like if I don't clear a zone or I lose a match or whatever, the very first thing I feel is relief that I don't have to attack in ships anymore and get those right. stupid banners to contend. Right. Well, so, and the worst part is, so my fleet arena uh, on that account, on, on the alt account, is, like, awful. It is it is one of those horror uh, arena <laughs> arenas that you hear about. I actually left the shard chat because, like, I mean, the amount of bullying from people in that shard chat uh, was just absurd. So I, I actually left the shard chat. And so I'm not classified as an enemy because I'm I'm a nothing to them because I don't climb past 35. Like I literally, I have laid claim to the position of 35. If you hit me off 35, I'm going to hit you back. Even if my max jump is say like 34 or 33, um, I'll still hit the person that hit me and go back to 35. So they just kind of leave me alone and I won't hit them, but if I have to start doing feats, like I'm gonna have to start climbing, and uh, and we'll see how this goes. We we will we will see. <laughs> yeah, I I don't blame you, man. Well, your alt though, it's so fun. You do so well with it. It'd be fun to see you on the leaderboards. Oh, absolutely. If I'm if I'm undefeated in week three, like I'm, I will make it work. Um, there's no question there. It just the negative side of <laughs> of trying to climb up, and honestly, the feats going forward 
are they're just not that hard. Like I think this this Rogue One one was that we just had this past week was probably the hardest of the feats. Based on what they showed us, you Dude, know. I can't I actually it's almost newsworthy. We can't spend a lot of time talking about it, but I cannot believe how easy that they're gonna be actually like they're right. they're so kind they're so forgiving win yeah. a grand arena battle using mon mothma like that that would i would guess that it would stop there honestly i'd bet money right. that it would have stopped there oh, but it says or princess leia like just right. use one of them just like i'll just get that on my own regardless for my main right that's how i that's how i got the rebel fighter ones i mon mothma is a planned attack team so it's like oh i, I got this base portrait without even trying yeah, dude, it's amazing. Gain taunt 20 times in Grand Arena. I guess that could theoretically be tough, except I don't know. We'll have to find out if Watt does that for us. Because oh, uh, yeah. you regain taunt every time he after he applies the taunt tech, like you just regain it every individual character's turn. So you just basically, he just turbos you there. Hey, he could, yeah. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if the the fleet the fleet counts as well uh, for that. I don't remember if it does or not. But like, if uh, using rebels on offense and bigs every time you apply target lock, yeah, uh, and you only have to get it twenty times, and you have two full GAC matches. Like that's the thing I'll automatically get on all three accounts. Oh yeah, without trying because if you just go in with a team, ten teams of one. Uh, auto taunter or you know of one tank that's going to taunt eventually just there you go like congrats you have it <laughs> there it is yep <laughs> uh yeah so uh, the feats uh, we uh, my alt might be might maybe maybe what i'll do on the alt is just put in a junk team and fall back to like 70 or something and just climb that way that way i don't have to deal with the shard chat, <laughs> which is a shame because there are good people in that chat. Like there are some very good people in that chat, but there's just like one that, oh my God, every day, every day. Yeah, agreed. Oh, oh yeah. So for, 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 for yeah, I can't talk for prevail, man. I also, uh, I won all my matches fairly easily. One of them, he, the guy who, I, I didn't do a good job managing my teams. The guy had a pretty bad team with, uh, I don't know, so some bad stuff. And I, I failed a couple times and I ended up not being able to clear. The final character on it was Mace Windu at gear <laughs> 10 or 11. I could not clear him for the life of me for like two or three battles because all I had was, was just garbage. And it was it was this really embarrassing moment where i didn't get a full clear and the only guy who is standing between me and a full clear was mace windu <laughs> see guys mace is great we don't need to make him great again he's great <laughs> no he need for great. a rework <laughs> great at making me cringe and embarrassment but yeah that was prevail man yay prevailing yeah <laughs> uh all right so let's talk about the gearing actually occurred this week um so what have you done to your roster this week how have you improved it um let me see i i took notes on this solo um okay so treya clone sergeant 
Magnaguard, all three got Relic 5. Treya was just because I keep using her in Arena and she just dies earlier. And I'm like, I, I would prefer her to live a little longer. Uh, plus, I'm getting to the stage where I prefer all my characters that I use a lot to be Relic 5. So why shouldn't she? So she went up. Uh, Cad Bane. I just had the gear available because I haven't been gearing people that much. So Cad Bane immediately went to uh, gear, or thir bleh, gear 13. Cody went from gear 11 plus one to gear 11 plus four. Because <laughs> I don't have the gold balls to... Yeah. And, and my and my store, my weekly shop, weekly store, did not give... Like, it's out. It's out. I, huh. I bought them out. Don't have enough. Um, but then I also got Wrecker from five stars up to seven stars of gear 13. So I have three bad batch up to gear 13 now, which is interesting. I, I don't know. They're going to, they're not going to be good on defense probably, but I might try it anyways, or maybe I'll get desperate and have to use them in a weird context. So that, that was, I think it, I, there may have been a couple small things, but for the most part, Oh yeah. I did put relic or I put Zetas on Darth Maul, on Savage, oh yeah, Savage is gear 12 randomly because uh, there's a feat, there's a prestigious quest that it was uh, I wanted to get done with. <laughs> Great reason to do it, guys. Let me tell you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, uh, and then, uh, but also he he's for longer term plans for 5v5. So I, I put a Zeta on him because why not? I have I have so many I can apply. I could just yeah. throw them around. And then Phasma. I also put one on her, also mostly for 5v5. Well, 3v3, she can do some stuff too. So put some relic or some Zetas on guys too. What about you, Solo? What'd you uh, do? I, I did a lot today. So uh, let's see. Uh, before the, uh, well, I locked in with the round by accident without leveling people, but I wanted to hand out relics. So I got Bosk, Scion, Sith Empire Trooper, and Barish to R5. Uh, they were all they were all like relic three or relic uh, relic three or re relic four. So I gave them all a relic level or two. Um, Magna went to R four, and then the requirements dropped, and my Grandmaster Yoda went to R eight. Django went to R six, and Cody made his way from gear eleven to G thirteen, um, and Cad Bane got three of his g12 pieces and uh, we have nine days before the event so i'm I don't, I don't need to rush the last three pieces i think i can do it quite easily um but yeah so i my roster changed a lot i actually added in my top 65 i added almost 100k um <laughs> just today literally today um, wow yeah because I, awesome. I mean i gave all my tanks relics because <clears throat> more and more r7s are popping up and so relic three tanks just are not good enough uh, anymore not not at our gp for for the longest time like relic three on scion bosk and sith empire trooper and magna was i, I had no problems but now that we're in Division One and facing a lot, a lot stronger of attackers, uh, it was time. Yeah, I know. I keep typically if I get 
most of the tanks these days, I just take them to Relic 5 if I can. But I just, I don't have, I don't have the Relic mats anymore. So Right. Well, so that that's the thing. I, I completely agree with you. And most of the new tanks, or most of the new characters I get go to Relic 5 kind of fast. The problem is, these were all characters that got Relics or in G13 early on. And so that's why they were sitting at like R3, just because I got them there you know, a year ago. Um, and so now things have changed and they haven't been updated. And I was like, well, we might as well finally, finally update this one. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I know. That, uh, and that's why Treya just went up to, to Relic 5. Um, right. But yeah, I have, I have my, like my bad batch right now are, are all Relic bad. They're all Relic like two, I think. Yeah. Not that Relic 2 is bad. Don't you know? I'm not Relicist or something, but um, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but uh, like, they're certainly not at the level at a level commensurate to how strong my account currently is. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I want Relic Five on everyone I use a lot. So. Yeah. Agreed. Um, yeah. Anyways. I think that's about it, Solo. We're going to have way more to talk about next week, too. We will. Because um, I, th- I, th- I think I think we'll have the Kenobi kit, is what I think, by then. I, I think we get the Kenobi kit with the update, to be honest with you. Because I think yeah. they'll put him in the game on Wednesday. And then, you know, we get to stare at an unlocked Kenobi for, uh, well, until we can unlock him in the event. Well, who knows because the event goes they're gonna need to send an update for the event so i guess we'll see hopefully i'm hoping i hope we get the kit on wednesday or even thursday um when sith eternal and jedi master luke came out though the kit came out two days before the event so hopefully even if they do that that'll be monday and we'll, we'd still get to talk about it but i want it now <laughs> that's uh, yeah i want it i want it right now right Just- just break custom and release it at uh, one o'clock a.m. Eastern time. CG, please. Right. Yes. Please <laughs> do it right now. Um, <coughs> all right, guys. So that's that's um, unreasonable, but I think right. that's it. <laughs> yeah. And Prime Force. Yes, you can spin them when they're even when they're locked. Uh, all right. Let's. Uh, we're gonna pimp our stuff real quick. Um, both of us have our individual Twitch pages for at least the rest of June. We will be streaming on them on Tuesday and Thursday for our GAC attacks. Zareth is Zareth underscore prevails. That's X-A-E-R-E-T-H underscore P-R-E-V-A-I-L-S. Uh, I am solobase15. That's S-O-L-O-B-A-S-S-1-5. Uh, we both have YouTube pages. Zareth's is just Zareth, and uh, mine is just Solobase15. We have a Discord server. The link is down below, no matter how you're listening to this. And then, uh, real quick, before, before we forget, uh, there is a huge community drive going on for a member of the community that has cancer. Uh, he is a young member of the community that plays the game with his family member, uh, Reality Skewed Gamers, asked us to pimp their. Uh, they're they're doing a fundraiser on Saturday. They do Jedi. They do their Jedi uh, Academy 
every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. All money raised during that is going to go towards uh, St. Jude's Cancer Center. And there will be a Tiltify link to help raise money as well. And there's going to be uh, gifts, not auctioned off, but, you know, get gifts for donating, etc. So we will pimp them and hopefully help support a good cause. If you don't know, that's why the name Mini is in front of most most names in the game right now. Uh, our guild, I think, has like 40, 40 people. Uh, and actually, Geek Girl just sent a li- link to the Tiltify. So please click on that if you are if you're watching on Twitch. Um, if you're not, go to Reality Skewed Gamers on Saturday morning for their Jedi Academy. Um, yeah, and with that said, uh, thanks thanks for joining, guys. Yeah, um, indeed, guys. Uh, just thank you all so much for watching slash listening, and uh, remember not to be a dick. And that evil sucks, and might put the one and only evil devil fish might face Gom this week. We'll see. Uh, and with that teaser, guys. Uh, the podcast is done.